Hey everyone, I just wanted to let you know that this video is an extract for my larger Amazon Ads Essentials course. You can check that out on askinstructor.com. Alright, enjoy the video. Hi there, my name is Amir and I'm an internet marketer and a certified elementary English school teacher. Now, I've been selling physical products on Amazon since 2015 and I've been using the Amazon advertising system to advertise FBA private label rights products, FBM print on demand products, merch by Amazon products and KDP products for both me and my clients. In this course, we will learn how to use the Amazon pay-per-click system to a really good level. Now, Amazon pay-per-click advertising is essential for any physical products Amazon seller who wants to grow sales. Sales are essential on Amazon to generate revenue and to improve your product's ranking on the Amazon search results. Now, this course is for complete beginners. There is no need for any experience in Amazon pay-per-click or any pay-per-click outside of Amazon or advertising in general. We will walk through real-world Amazon products starting with a meter thermometer and then a silicone popcorn popper. We will go through keywords, search terms and tools that I've been using to advertise both my products and my clients' products. We will explore what are organic listings, what is PPC, pay-per-click, what are sponsored products, sponsored listings, what is Amazon ranking, why should you use PPC to begin with, and what is the number of Amazon reviews that I suggest you have before you start advertising your product on Amazon. We will walk through how to find our top competitors on Amazon, how to do keyword research, how to choose relevant keywords, how to create different advertising campaigns, and how to use a keyword density tool to improve our product's Amazon ranking. Together, we will also explore the essential columns in our Amazon search terms report in order to make our future advertising campaigns better and to improve our current ones. Inside the course, there are projects that you can complete. I suggest that you will use them in order to practice what you have learned in this course or in order to add them to your portfolio. I've also included exercise files in the course so you can play along. Now I'm going to share with you all the advertising methods that I have learned over the years because my goal is for you to complete this course and have all the skills necessary to grow your sales on Amazon. Hi everyone, in this lesson I want to explain what organic listings are on Amazon. I am now on Amazon.com and if I do a search for a random product, then Amazon will show me search results of products that Amazon feels are most relevant to my search query. So in this example, I have searched for a meter thermometer, and as we can see, Amazon shows me a huge list of meter thermometers, which brings us to the question, how does the Amazon algorithm decide which of the meter thermometers that Amazon has in its catalog to show me first. Or in other words, why does the Amazon algorithm show me a certain meter thermometer before another meter thermometer? 
This is a very important question to ask because as an Amazon seller, you will want your product to get the best position possible when an Amazon visitor conducts a search for the product that you are selling. The better your product position on the Amazon search results will be for its keywords, the more people will potentially see your product and as a result, the more sales you can potentially make. Meaning, usually your product will get more views and more sales if it appears at the top of the search results, for example, than if it would appear at the bottom of the first page of the search results. So, no one knows exactly how the Amazon algorithm ranks products, but in a later lesson, I will show you the major elements that affect the ranking. For this lesson, all you need to know is that the products that you see appearing on the Amazon search results after you conduct a search are not generated randomly. Some Amazon sellers are paying in order to have their product show and other Amazon sellers are not paying Amazon, yet Amazon still gives their products a good position. Now, how can we tell which of the products that we see on our screen after we conduct a search are there due to paid advertisement and which ones aren't? The answer to this question is that the products that appear on the search results due to paid advertisement will have this sponsored text next to them and the products that don't have the sponsored text are there even though no one is paying for them to be there. They are naturally there or in other words, they are organic listings. So that's it for this lesson and I will see you in the next lesson. Goodbye. Hello and welcome to the lesson. In this lesson, I want to explain what is PPC. So PPC stands for pay-per-click, which means that you as an Amazon advertiser will be charged a certain amount every time that one of the Amazon site visitors clicks on your ad, regardless if he or she buys your product. This amount that you will pay, which is also called a bid, will be set by you inside an advertising system that Amazon will give you access to. When you are setting your bid, you are telling Amazon how much you are willing to pay for an ad placement on their website. Now, in many cases on Amazon, other advertisers will be selling the same product that you are selling or a similar product. And like in a regular auction, each one of the competitors will be placing a bid as well. I will go into ad placement and bids in much more depth in a future lesson, but generally speaking, Amazon looks at all the bids of all the advertisers that are bidding on a certain product and then gives the best ad placement to the advertiser that bids the most and the second highest bidder will get the second best ad placement and so on. So just as an example, if advertiser X is willing to pay $1 every time that an Amazon visitor clicks on his or her ad and advertiser Y is willing to only pay 50 cents every time that an Amazon visitor clicks on his or her ad, then advertiser X will get a better ad placement, which means more potential exposure and thus potentially more sales. To make it easier to understand, let's imagine a regular bookstore. If two writers want to place their books 
in the bookstore, then each one of the writers can tell the bookstore owner how much he or she is willing to pay for a book placement. So the writer who is willing to pay the most will get his or her book placed in a better location in the store. Basically a location that gets the most attention, might be the store display window. Now the second writer who is paying less may get his or her book on one of the bookstore's shelves, which is still great, but obviously less people will be exposed to the book than if it was placed in the bookstore's window display. And if suddenly a third writer comes along and is willing to pay more than the first writer who is paying the most, then the bookstore owner might place his or her book in the window display and move the first writer's book that was previously there to one of the shelves. And the book of the second writer that was previously on the shelves might move to the floor or to any other section in the store where even less people see it. So this is where Amazon and a bookstore are similar, yet there is a major distinction between the two. And this major distinction is in favor of Amazon. In our example, the owner of the bookstore will keep charging writers for placing their books in his or her bookstore regardless if someone actually saw them. Which means that the free writers that I mentioned can keep paying the book owner for days, weeks, months, and even years for placing their books on his or her bookstore, even if none of the bookstore visitors has even noticed their books. On Amazon, it works the other way around. You can have billions of people seeing your product said and you will not pay a dime until someone will actually click on it. And if someone clicks on your ad, you will pay Amazon according to your bid. So that's it for this lesson and I will see you in the next lesson. Goodbye. Hi everyone. In this lesson, I want to explain what sponsored listings are. Sponsored listings are ads that Amazon generates when we create PPC campaigns inside the Amazon advertising system. So if you have launched a product on Amazon and you want to drive paid traffic to your product by running Amazon PPC ads, then you will launch a PPC campaign through an advertising system that Amazon will give you access to and this system will generate sponsored ads that will promote your product. If we do a search on Amazon for a meat thermometer, for example, then we will notice that most of the products that will appear on the search results will be for meat thermometers. Yet, how can we tell which of the products that we see are there organically and which ones are sponsored ads? It is very simple to know. If you see the word sponsored next to a product, then you know that you are seeing a sponsored ad that is there because an advertiser is running a paid ad for that listing. Now, as you can see, there isn't just one sponsored listing on the search results, and this means that there is currently more than one advertiser who is running ads for the keyword meat thermometer. So how does Amazon decide which ad placement to give to each advertiser? This is an important question to know the answer to because the advertisers that get their ad shown on the top of the first page of the search results will get much more visibility than the advertisers who have their ads shown in the middle of the first page or at the bottom of the first page of the search results. The Amazon algorithm decides the ad placements by running an auction, which means that all the advertisers 
want their product to come up on the search results when a visitor types the words meet thermometer, need to tell Amazon how much they are willing to bid for the keyword meet thermometer. The highest bidder will get the first ad position on the first page of the search results and the second highest bidder might get his or her ad shown in the middle of the first page and the third highest bidder might get his ad shown on the bottom of the first page or inside one of the product pages for example. Now it is important to understand that being the second highest bidder doesn't automatically give one the second top position on the first page of the search results. The Amazon algorithm might show the second highest bidder's ad in the middle of the search result, at the bottom of the search result, or in other placements. We will talk about ad placements in more depth later in the course, and for now we just need to know that Amazon runs a bidding system, and that the highest bidder will usually get the best ad placement, the second highest bidder will get the second best placement, the third highest bidder will get the third best placement, and so on. In many cases, as Amazon advertisers, we will prefer that our ad will be in the number one position. And I say it for two reasons. Number one is that the higher our ad will be on the search results, the more people will potentially see our listings, and thus the more sales we will potentially make. And the number two reason is that when people search Amazon for a product through their smartphone, they will only see the ad which got the first ad position. This is simply because there is just one sponsored ad position in mobile. And most of the people who buy on Amazon are making their purchase through their mobile device rather than their computer. So we want to be in the number one position on both mobile and desktop so we will get as much visibility as possible and grab as many sales as possible. So that's it for this lesson and I will see you in the next lesson. Goodbye. Hi there. Whenever a seller creates a new listing on Amazon, Amazon adds the product to their catalog, takes a snapshot of that listing and then adds the snapshot to their search results. Once the snapshot is added to the search results, Amazon visitors will be able to see it, click on it, and buy the product. Now, when a visitor clicks on this snapshot, the seller of the product is not paying Amazon for that click, because this snapshot is not a paid ad, it is just a snapshot of the organic listing. A paid ad is an additional snapshot that will only appear on the search results if the seller of the product has decided to run a paid ad for the keyword that was searched, and this additional snapshot is called a sponsored ad. The product listing remains the same, the only thing that is different is the snapshot that drives the Amazon visitor to the product listing. The Amazon visitor will either land on the product listing via the non-paid snapshot or the paid snapshot, which we can also call a sponsored ad. Now usually there will be several sellers on Amazon who will be selling the same product or similar product and the question that arises is how does Amazon decide where to place or rank their organic snapshot and their paid ad? 
Obviously, when a visitor comes to Amazon to search for a meter-mometer, for example, then all the meter-mometer sellers will want their organic snapshot and their sponsored ad to appear as high as possible on the search results, ideally in the first position on the first page of the search results. So again, how does the Amazon algorithm decide where to position products on the search results? Generally speaking, when it comes to advertising, Amazon will give the sponsored ad a better position in the search results the higher the advertiser is willing to bid for a certain keyword. So for example, if you are willing to bid $1 for the keyword meter-mometer and I am only willing to bid $0.50 cents for this keyword, then your ad will be given a better position or in other words, a better ranking for the keyword meter-mometer in the search results. Now, when it comes to your organic snapshot ranking, then the factor that the Amazon algorithm mostly takes into account is your number of sales, which means that if we are both selling a meter-mometer, but you are constantly selling more meter-mometers a day than I do, then your meter-mometer will be ranked higher than my meter-mometer on the Amazon search results when a visitor comes to the Amazon website and searches for a meter-mometer. Now, when you first launch your product on Amazon, your product will be ranked at the very bottom of the search results, which means that usually no one will see it and thus you will usually not make any sales. The only way that Amazon will agree to give your product a better ranking is if you prove to Amazon that your product sells. Amazon doesn't care if you make the sales through your sponsored listing or through your organic listing. A sale is a sale. And every time that a sale will happen, and again, it doesn't matter if it happened through an ad or organically, Amazon will improve the organic ranking of your product, which means that your organic listing will rank higher in the search results. Now, if you take just one thing from this entire lesson, then take this. If an Amazon visitor buys your meter-mometer, for example, after he or she has searched for the keyword meter-mometer, then your product will rank higher on the search results for the keyword meter-mometer. Amazon may improve the overall organic ranking of your product for other keywords that relate to meter-mometer, but your organic ranking will improve more dramatically just for the keyword meter-mometer, and not for any other keyword that the Amazon visitors who want to check the temperature of their meat may search for. Keywords like instant meter-mometer, cooking thermometer, barbecue thermometer, etc. If a seller of meter-mometers will want to improve his or her organic ranking for those keywords, then he or she will need to have people buying his or her meter-mometer on his or her listing after they have searched for those keywords. So let's do a quick recap. When you search for a product on Amazon and you see a sponsored listing, then you now know that this sponsored listing belongs to an advertiser who is willing to bid the highest for his or her ad to show, to show for the keyword that you searched for. We now know that this ad is not the organic listing, but an ad that promotes the organic listing, and that the actual listing can be at the very bottom of the search results. It can be on page 5, 10, or 20. We also know 
that an ad is beneficial for the seller because he or she can obviously make money when people buy their product through the ad, but also because every sale that happens on the product page, either through an ad or organically, improves the ranking of the product for the keyword that brought the Amazon visitor to the product page. We can sum up the lesson by saying that our success on Amazon is determined by how well we rank for keywords and our keyword ranking improves mainly by making sales either if an Amazon visitor buys our product through a paid ad or if he or she has found our product organically. So that's it for this lesson and I will see you in the next lesson. Goodbye. Hi there, I just thought it would be a good idea to check in and see how you are doing. What do you think about my course so far? Are you enjoying it? If you are, then it will really be great if you can give the video a like and consider subscribing to my channel. I publish here many lessons about business, marketing, design and productivity. We will continue with the rest of the video shortly, but I just wanted to let you know that this video is only a part of my larger Amazon Ads Essentials course, which is available for you if you are interested to learn more about Amazon PPC. I also have a TikTok marketing course which can help you drive traffic to your Amazon product listing. Here are a few clips that I have extracted from my TikTok marketing course. I just show you a few small parts of what I'm covering in that entire TikTok marketing course, so check out the links for my courses in the description. If you decide to subscribe to those courses, you get access to all my current and future courses. Courses on the subject of email marketing, gaining joint venture partners, digital marketing, blogging, outsourcing, passive income, and more. Hi there. In this lesson, I want to explain why you would want to consider running PPC ads. So many sellers decide to list products on Amazon because they know that Amazon is a huge shopping search engine that gets a lot of traffic. And unlike the Google search engine, for example, people come specifically to Amazon to buy products. So the advantage of listing a product on a high traffic shopping website such as Amazon is the amount of high quality buyers traffic. Yet the disadvantage is that we are not the only people who know what I have just said. Many sellers list their products on Amazon for the hope of making sales and thus when a buyer searches for a certain product he or she will be exposed to hundreds and sometimes thousands of products. So why should a buyer choose to buy our product over another product when most products look to the average buyer pretty much the same. Not to mention that if you just launched a product on Amazon, your product has no ranking at all. Amazon will place your product at the very end of the search results for many of your product keywords, which means that Amazon visitors will not even see your product and thus will not buy it. And we have to have people buying our products, not only because we want to pay back our investment and earn money for the long run, but also because Amazon improves the ranking of products that are making sales. So the question is, how can we make sales on a product that no one sees? There are many advertising methods that we can use to expose our product to more people, but in my eyes, the best way is to run Amazon PPC ads.
Now, let me explain why I'm saying that running Amazon PPC ads is the best way to promote your Amazon product. The first reason, which I touched on previously, is that Amazon improves the ranking of products that are making sales. In Amazon eyes, a sale is a sale, whether it comes organically or if it comes through a paid ad. And the more sales you make, the better chances your product has to climb up the ranking to the first page of the search results for your product keywords. Another huge reason why you should run PPC is that Amazon PPC traffic converts amazingly well. If you promote your Amazon product through a Facebook ad, for example, then you are basically telling people to move from the Facebook platform to the Amazon platform and make a purchase. Many people will not want to do that. They are on Facebook and they prefer to stay there. Now, other Facebook users might not have a problem leaving Facebook and coming to Amazon. Yet, when they see your Facebook ad, they might be at work with friends, eating dinner, or just not be in a buying mood. This is not the same when it comes to Amazon. People know that Amazon is a shopping search engine. And unlike Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or Google, for example, many people come to Amazon to purchase a product. In many cases, they already have their credit card in the Amazon system, so it is super quick and easy for them to make a purchase. There is another major advantage for using Amazon PPC. And this major advantage is data. For me, not running Amazon PPC when I sell an Amazon product is like flying blind, like flying without a radar. You might be making sales on Amazon, but you don't know which search terms caused those sales to happen. And knowing which search terms the Amazon buyers have used to find your product is a very good data to have because if you know those search terms, then you can improve your marketing. You can insert those search terms into your product listing and by that improve your sales copy because if your listing includes keywords that your audience searches for, then they will relate to your product more. Moreover, if you're using Amazon Seller Central to sell your product, then you can insert those search terms in the backend search terms section of Seller Central and by that further optimize your product listing. Now, if you don't know what Amazon Seller Central is, that's perfectly fine. Many Amazon sellers are not selling products through Seller Central. I will talk about Seller Central in a future lesson. We also need to remember that when we promote our Amazon product listing through outside platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, or Google, then we don't really know which of the platforms has made sales for us. Amazon doesn't give us any kind of code that we can put in the backend section of our listing and with that code analyze the traffic that comes to our product listing. If we had such a code, then we would have been able to analyze which of the outside platforms is sending traffic to our Amazon product listing and making sales for us. And then with this data, we would have been able to make many decisions like which outside platform we want to continue to use to promote our Amazon product and which ones we don't want to use. When we use Amazon PPC, then we know that the traffic that comes to our listing is coming from Amazon. And we also know which of the search terms that people used 
to come to our listing is making sales for us. And by having this data, we can make improvements to our Amazon PPC campaigns, like pausing or turning off campaigns that are not working for us and putting more money in campaigns that are working for us. The last major advantage that I see for using Amazon PPC is for protecting the health of your Amazon account. Many Amazon sellers are launching new products on Amazon in ways that are in conflict with the Amazon Terms of Service. Now, because the Amazon Terms of Service keep changing, then you will always need to be familiar with them in order to make sure that the launch method that you use is not in conflict with them. Yet, when you run Amazon PPC ads, you are doing it within the Amazon system. Amazon has full control over your advertising and thus you are reducing your risk of getting in trouble for breaking the Amazon Terms of Service. So that's it for this lesson and I will see you in the next lesson. Goodbye. Hi everyone. In this quick lesson, I just want to answer a very frequently asked question, which is how many reviews do we need to have on our product listing before we start running Amazon PPC ads? My answer is that it depends. It depends on your budget and your preference. If your advertising budget is small, then you will want to wait until you have at least five reviews before you start running PPC ads. The reason I'm saying that is that usually your Amazon product listing will convert more visitors to paying buyers when you have five reviews than if you have no reviews. Many buyers just feel more comfortable buying a product that other people have tried and are happy with. Now, if you have a big budget and you want to be aggressive with your advertisement, then I would suggest that you will start running ads right from the beginning which means right after you launch your product on Amazon. I have two reasons for saying that. The first reason is for keyword research. When you turn on PPC, you start learning about the search terms that your Amazon buyers are using to find your product and buy it. In a future lesson, I will show you how to access those search terms. And once you will have those search terms, you will be able to improve your marketing. You will be able to create better advertising campaigns and optimize your Amazon product listing better and by that increase your listing conversion rate. The second reason why you should run PPC ads right after launching your product is that you want to get more reviews on your Amazon product listing. As I mentioned before, reviews are great for social proof. Many buyers just don't want to be the first to try out a product and they will prefer to buy products that other people have reviewed. So let's summarize. If your advertising budget is not small and you are comfortable spending money on ads, even though your product listing conversion rate is low when you have zero reviews, then I suggest that you will turn on Amazon ads right after you launch your product. Yet, if your advertising budget is small and or you don't feel comfortable advertising your product listing when its conversion rate is likely low, then wait until you have at least five reviews and then test sending traffic to your Amazon product listing with Amazon ads. So that's it for this lesson and I will see you in the next lesson. Goodbye. Hello and welcome to the lesson. In this lesson, we are going to find who our top competitors are. 
meaning we want to find out who the Amazon sellers who are making the most sales by selling the exact product or a very similar product to the product that we are selling on Amazon. The reason that we want to have this information is because in a future lesson we will want to direct traffic from our competitors Amazon product pages into our own Amazon product pages. You see, at the end of the day, every product that is being sold on Amazon is selling a limited number of units every day. And in most cases, 20% of the sellers will take 80% of the sales of every product. So we will want to know who those top sellers are, so we can later on take some of their sales. Okay, so let's say that this is my product, a silicon popcorn maker. And I want to find out who are the top sellers on Amazon who are selling a silicon popcorn maker. We can either find this information manually or use a tool. There are many great tools that can help us with that. And the tool that I use daily is called Ilium 10. So the first thing we will want to do is to download the free Ilium 10 Chrome extension from the Chrome Web Store. To add this extension to our Google Chrome browser, we will want to go to Google, search for the words Ilium 10 Chrome extension, and then click on the Ilium 10 Chrome extension search result. Then all we need to do is to install this extension on our Google Chrome browser by clicking the Add to Chrome blue button at the right side of the screen. After we click the button, we will see a notification and we will then want to click the Add extension white button after we read the disclaimer. After the Ilium 10 extension is installed, you will see the extension icon in your browser. Then on our product page, we will want to scroll down until we reach the product information section. In the product information section, you will see the main category in which your product is ranked in, and in my case, it is kitchen and dining. And we will also see the subcategory in which our product is ranked in, and in my case, it is popcorn poppers. So I will click on the popcorn poppers subcategory to see the top 50 products in the category. Okay, so this is the Amazon best sellers page and Amazon shows us here the most popular products based on sales and this list updates hourly. So what we will want to do now is to click on the Ilium 10 Chrome extension and then click the sign up for free blue button below. I will just insert my first name, email address and password. Then I will just need to mark the tiny box next to the caption I agree with the privacy policy and terms of use and you should also read the terms and mark the tiny box if you agree to them. Finally, click the big blue sign up button to sign up. Then click the blue let's get started button inside the pop-up box to continue. Then you will be presented with a few questions. I will just answer them quickly. Okay, so now I will go back to Amazon Best Sellers page and then again click the Ilium 10 Chrome extension. Now the box that will appear will have multiple options, but we just want to click on the X-ray Amazon product research option. So you will now see this box that will populate with data. And while it does, let me just explain to you very briefly what it does. The software just scans the entire Amazon bestsellers page that we are now on and just extract data about the products that we can use. 
So after we see that the program has finished populating all the data, we will want to click the pin icon on the right side of the box next to the first 10 listings. Every time that we click on the pin icon, the listing will be saved in Ilium 10. Now I want to make sure that I'm not missing a certain top seller in my list and that I really have a complete picture of all the top sellers who are selling a product like mine. So in order to increase my certainty, I will also need to do two additional steps. Let's start with the first step. I will sort the results by sales revenue from highest to lowest and again pin the first 10 products. Now for the second confirmation step, let's go to the Amazon homepage, search for the main keyword of our product and then once the search results have finished populating, we will want to activate the X-ray tool and pin the top sponsored results. You will see the letters SP next to them and then I will pin the first 10 organic results. And again, we will repeat the same action as we did before inside the subcategory and just sort the listings by sales revenue, highest to lowest, and then pin the first 10 results. I will now log into the Ilium 10 members area by clicking the Ilium 10 Chrome extension on my browser and then by clicking the return to Ilium 10 blue button at the bottom of the Ilium 10 extension box. Once you are inside the Ilium 10 members area, you will want to hover your mouse over the pin icon at the bottom left side of the screen and then click the My List caption. This will open the products page in which we can see all the products that we have pinned with the X-ray tool. We will now want to narrow down our products list by removing all the products that are not similar to our product, or more specifically, we want to remove all the products that don't have the same features and benefits that our product has. So in this example, I am selling a popcorn maker, which is made from silicone, and we can see right away that the second product on the list doesn't resemble my product. It is a popcorn maker, but it is not made of silicone, it is made of glass. Just know that if you are not sure whether the product that you see on the list is similar to yours, you can just click on its image and Ilium 10 will direct you to the product listing on Amazon and there you can check. So because this product feature is not similar to mine, I will remove it from my list by clicking the three dots under the actions column and then by clicking the remove from my list option next to the minus icon. Now we can see that the second item on my list was removed and that the third item on my list has taken its place. Let's scroll down. I can see that the next few products look similar to my example product, so I will not remove them. I will continue scrolling down. We can see right away just from this product image that this theater style popcorn machine is not similar to my product, so I will remove it. And here is another theater style popcorn machine. I will remove it. The next one looks like my silicone popcorn maker, but I can see from its title that it is electric and mine isn't, so I will remove it. I will continue scrolling down. I can see that the next few products are like mine, 
so I will keep them. This popcorn maker is also different from my product. Now just remember that if you are not sure whether the product that you see on your list is similar to your product, then just click on the product image and Ilium 10 will direct you to the product's Amazon listing where you can check if the product is similar to yours or not. If I was not sure if this product was similar to my product, then I could have scrolled down the listing and see that this product is not made from silicon, for example, but from aluminum. So I will go back to my Ilium 10 list by clicking on my browser's Ilium 10 tab and remove this product from my list. The next two remaining products on my list look like my product, so I will keep them. The next thing we will want to do is to click on the drop-down list at the right side of the screen next to the sort by caption and choose the monthly revenue high to low option, which will show us the products with the highest revenue first. And then we will want to remove products that are not making a lot of sales. So your final list will have no more than 10 competitors. Once I am done removing all the irrelevant products, I will just download this list to my computer by clicking the arrow with the hard disk drive icon next to the caption download to CSV. Once the CSV file is on my computer, I will open Google Sheets. You can of course use any software that you wish, such as Excel, then click on File, Import, then the Upload tab, then we will want to click the blue Select a file from your device button, find the CSV file on our computer, click it once we find it, and then click the Open button at the bottom of the box to import the file into Google Sheets. I will keep all the default settings and just click the green Import Data button at the bottom of the import file box. And rename the spreadsheet by clicking the spreadsheet title at the top of the spreadsheet. I will give the spreadsheet the name competitors. Okay, so we now have a list of similar products and we know that all the products on our list are the best selling products in our category. And now that we have this list, we also know who our top competitors are. So that's it for this lesson and I will see you in the next lesson. Goodbye. Hi everyone, Ilium 10 has a keyword research tool which is called Cerebro. And this tool will let us analyze the listings of our top competitors so we can find out the keywords that they use to rank their products. To access the Cerebro tool, we will want to clean our browser's web address line go to the web address members.ilium10.com and then log in to our free Ilium 10 account. So my browser has already inserted for me my username and password by default, so I'll just need to click the blue login button at the bottom of the page to log in to the Ilium 10 website. Okay, so once we are logged in, we will want to click the keyword research option at the left side of the screen.
and then click the Cerebro Reverse ASIN Lookup option. Now, before we continue, please notice that as a free Ilium 10 user, you are limited to two searches per day, and if you want to have unlimited searches, then you'll need to upgrade your account by clicking the Upgrade for Unlimited blue button at the top of the page. So, what we will want to do now is to open our competitor's spreadsheet, copy the ASIN of our first competitor from the spreadsheet, paste it inside the Cerebro tool blank line where it says Product ASINs, tick the checkbox next to the caption Exact ASIN Match, and then click the Get Keywords blue button where we see the magnifying glass icon below the line. We will now need to wait a few seconds to let the Cerebro tool display the top performing keywords that this competitor's product is ranking for. Now, the reason that I ticked the checkbox exact ASIN match is because I want to be as specific as possible in my analysis. Amazon gives every product on the Amazon platform its own unique ASIN number, which is basically a catalog number. So by ticking the exact ASIN match checkbox, we will only get the keywords that this specific ASIN, or we can also say this specific product, is ranking for. If we untick this checkbox, then the Cerebro tool will also show us keywords that are related to the product that we are analyzing, which in this case we will not want to do. We now have a list of the top 50 keywords that our top competitor is ranking for. Let me clarify this. We are not getting here a random list of keywords that might be related to our specific product, but an extremely short and relevant keyword list that our top competitor's product, which is similar to our product, is ranking for. Now, because this list of keywords is extremely relevant to our product, we will be using the keywords on this list in our PPC campaigns in a future lesson. So that's it for this lesson, and I will see you in the next lesson. Goodbye. Hi there. After we have the keyword list that our top competitor's product is ranking for, we will want to remove any irrelevant keyword from that list. So what we will want to do now is to create a new spreadsheet and give it the name of our first competitor. So in my case, the brand name of my first competitor is Salbri. So I will type Salbri, then I will type iPhone, and then the word keywords. The next thing we will want to do is to export all the keywords that we have so we can then import them into our new spreadsheet. So on the keyword research lesson, we have used the Ilium 10 Salibro tool to find the top 50 keywords that our top competitor's product is ranking for, and we will now want to export those keywords by clicking the export button on the right side of the page, and then by clicking the CSV option. Once the CSV file has been downloaded, we will want to go to the competitor's spreadsheet and import the file that we have just downloaded from Ilium 10. So on Google Sheets, I will just click on the file menu, then on import, then on the upload tab, and then on the blue button in the middle of the box, select a file from your device. I will then locate the CSV file on my computer, click on it, click the open button, to import the CSV file to Google Sheets, click the Replace Spreadsheet option, and finally click the green Import Data button at the bottom of the box. 
Great, so the CSV file has been imported to Google Sheets. And the next step that we will want to do is to remove all the columns inside the Google Sheets spreadsheet beside the phrase column and the search volume column. We will just want to have the phrase column, which is basically the phrase or keyword that the customer has searched for on Amazon before he or she has bought the product. And we will also want to know the approximate number of times that the phrase or keyword is searched monthly on Amazon. So I will just click the B cell to highlight the entire B column, then press the control button on my keyboard, and then without releasing my hold on the control button, click all the cells from D to K, one by one, so their columns will be highlighted as well. Then I will just right click on the K cell and then click on the option delete selected columns. And this action will delete all the highlighted columns. Okay, so once we removed all the columns besides the phrase and search volume columns, we will now want to remove all the phrases that are not relevant to our product. Now, before we do that, we will just double left click on the short line between the A cell and the B cell and this action will expand the A column and in this way we will be able to see the entire phrases that are inside the A column. So in this case the first phrase that I see is popcorn microwave maker and this is a phrase that is extremely relevant to my product which is a silicon popcorn maker. So I will not remove it and just continue on to check the next phrase. Now the next phrase is Powerlix Popcorn Maker. Powerlix is a company that sells popcorn makers and this phrase is also relevant to my product so I will keep it as well. Now by going through all the phrases on this list I see that all 50 phrases are relevant to my product so I will keep them all. Yet, let's say that one of the phrases on this list was a meat thermometer, for example, then I would remove it. It is true that a person who is looking for a meat thermometer might also be interested in a silicon popcorn maker, but when we pay for advertising, we want to be specific, so we will not lose money. Now, if you do find a phrase that is not relevant to your product, just right-click on its line and then left-click on the option delete row to delete the line that the phrase is in. Now you will want to repeat the same actions for all 50 phrases that are on this page. You should keep deleting irrelevant phrases until you are left with a page that will only contain phrases that are relevant to your product. And once we have a page that only contains relevant phrases, we will want to sort the phrases by search volume, highest to lowest. In order to do that, we will first want to highlight all the data on the spreadsheet and we can do this by either pressing both the control button and the A button together on the keyboard or by just clicking on the spreadsheet's B column and then without releasing our old, move the mouse cursor to the A column. Then once we see that both the A and B columns are highlighted, we will want to click the data menu and then the sort range option. Then we will want to tick the tiny checkbox next to the caption data as header row. Click on the drop down list below the caption, click the search volume option, click the Z to A option and then just click the green sort button 
at the bottom of the box to sort the phrases by search volume highest to lowest. Okay, so we can now see the phrases that get the most traffic for this specific competitor first. Now, before we end this lesson, I just want to say that if you are not sure whether a specific phrase on your list is relevant to your product or not, then I suggest that you ask a friend or a family member if he or she would have used this keyword to purchase your product. And if you don't want to share your product with others, then just ask yourself the same question. If you would have used that certain phrase in an Amazon search to purchase your product. Okay, so that's it for this lesson, and I will see you in the next lesson. Goodbye. Hi there. In this lesson, we are going to set up a broad match campaign. The first thing we will want to do is to log into Seller Central, hover our mouse over the advertising menu at the top of the page, and then click on Campaign Manager. Then we will want to scroll down, click on the orange Create Campaign button, and then on the gray Continue button, under the Sponsored Products caption. Okay, so the next thing we will want to do is to give our campaign a name. And here is how I will name my campaign. I will go to my keywords list, copy the keyword that gets the most amount of traffic, and use this keyword for the name of my campaign. The reason that I use a keyword for the name of my campaign is that I only run a campaign with one single keyword inside it. You can run campaigns with hundreds of keywords inside them, but I prefer my campaigns to be as minimalistic as possible. I found out that the more minimalistic my campaigns are, the more traffic and sales they will get, and the more organized they become. Speaking of organization, when I open up the campaign manager, I want to see right away which keyword is making me sales. I don't want to click on the campaign in order to go inside it and then try to figure out which of my keywords is making me sales. So I will type the keyword that I want to use in my campaign under the campaign name caption. So in my case, it will be Silicon Popcorn Popper. I will press the space button and then insert a vertical line. You can of course add a hyphen or any other symbol that you like. The vertical line is just there for separation. To create the vertical line on a PC computer, you will need to press and hold the shift button while pressing the backslash key on your keyboard. And this will create the vertical line, which is also called a pipe symbol. Then I will type broad, insert another vertical line, and then I will paste my product's ASIN number. Not my competitor's ASIN number, but my own product ASIN number which I can get from my product listings web address after the forward slash dp forward slash part of the web address or from inside the product information section on my Amazon product listing. I like launching my campaigns right away so I will not set a future start date and because I prefer to stop my campaigns manually I will also not set an end date. Then I will choose a daily budget that I feel comfortable spending every day. So if your advertising budget is extremely limited, then you might want to start with a $5 daily budget. Yet if you have a big advertising budget, then start with a higher budget. The higher your daily budget is, the more data you will get and the more effective your future campaigns will be. Now for this campaign, we will want to choose manual targeting. 
because we want to specifically tell Amazon which keyword we want to use in our campaign. More on that later. So let's click on the manual targeting option under the targeting caption. Next, under the campaign bidding strategy caption, we will want to choose the bidding strategy dynamic bids down only. The reason that I prefer this bidding strategy is because I want the Amazon algorithm to lower my bid amount when it detects that my ad may be less likely to convert to a sell. By choosing this option, we will be able to control our advertising spend. I will not change the ad group name and just keep the default name that Amazon has picked for me, ad group 1. Then in the products section under the search caption, I will just paste my products ASIN number so the Amazon algorithm can scan its catalog and find my product. I will click the magnifying glass icon to start the scan. The Amazon algorithm will scan the Amazon website, find my product and display a snapshot of it so I can confirm that it is in fact my product from its image, title and ASIN number. Once I confirm that it is in fact my product which I want to advertise, I will just click the tiny add button next to the snapshot to add the product to my campaign. And we can see that the product has been added to the campaign because Amazon has copied my product's snapshot to the box at the right side of the page. I will continue scrolling down and under the targeting section, we can see that Amazon has picked for us the keyword targeting option by default, which is fine. It just means that you will be able to choose the keyword that you want to add to your campaign and not let the Amazon algorithm do the choosing for you, like it does with automatic targeting. We will cover automatic targeting on a different lesson. Let's scroll down a little more. Under the keyword targeting section, we will want to click on the enter list tab so we can insert the keyword that we will want to use in our campaign. Now it is important to notice that by default, all the match type boxes will be pre-selected. So we will want to untick all the checkboxes and just tick the checkbox that suits our specific campaign. In this case, we want to run a broad campaign. So the only checkbox that needs to be ticked is the broad checkbox. By selecting broad, we are basically telling the Amazon algorithm that when it detects that an Amazon visitor has searched for a search term that matches the keyword that I have in my campaign, I want it to pull out my ad from its system and show it to the Amazon visitor. So the keyword that I'm about to put in my campaign is again silicon popcorn popper and I want Amazon to show my ad to Amazon visitors who are searching for the specific words silicon popcorn popper. I want the Amazon algorithm to pull out my ad if the search term that the Amazon visitor has inserted in the Amazon search engine matches exactly to the keyword that I have inserted in my campaign, as I just explained. But I have no problem that it will show my ad even if the search term that the visitor has used is not exactly the same, but just relevant. This is what a broad campaign means. So my ad will show up when an Amazon visitor searches for the words silicon popcorn popper, but it will also show up when the visitor searches for words such as red silicon popcorn popper, silicon popcorn popper red, and silicon popcorn red popper, for example. 
Again, my ad will show up for every search term that the Amazon algorithm will consider relevant to the keyword that I put inside this campaign. We will talk about the other match types, phrase and exact in different lessons because we are going to use all of them in our campaigns. But just in a few words, the broad campaign that we are now setting is the most liberal campaign of them all. It is less strict than the phrase match and the phrase match is less strict than the exact match. This is what is so amazing about the broad campaign. It is a great tool for getting more traffic and sales because it uses search terms that you may have never thought about. And it also a great research tool due to the fact that it discovers for us a lot of new keyword variations which we might have never thought about, but that people actually use to find a product like the product that we are selling. The broad and phrase match types are great for getting new customers, but the exact match type is where you will get the highest conversions. Okay, so now all we want to do is to copy one single keyword from our keyword spreadsheet, and this should be the keyword with the highest search volume. Then paste this keyword inside the list box and click the add keywords button below the box to add the keywords to the campaign. Now we will be able to see the keyword that we have set at the right side of the screen. Now by default Amazon is going to set the bid amount that you will pay for every click, yet we can change the bid amount if we want. This bid that Amazon sets for you automatically is based on its data. Amazon suggests a bid that it feels will be enough for you to get visibility. According to Amazon's data, if you pick a bid that is lower than the suggested bid, then people might not see your ad, because other advertisers will probably bid more than you. For now, I suggest that we keep the current bid that Amazon suggests for us, and later on, when it comes time to optimize our ads, I will show you how to determine if you need to raise or lower your bid. So now all we need to do is to launch our campaign by clicking the launch campaign button at the bottom of the page. So that's it for this lesson and I will see you in the next lesson. Goodbye. Hi everyone. In this lesson we are going to create a phrase campaign and you will see that we are going to create a phrase campaign almost exactly as we created our broad campaign. There will just be two very slight differences between the two campaigns which I will show you shortly. So again, let's log into Seller Central, hover our mouse over the advertising menu at the top of the page, and then we will click on the campaign manager option. Let's scroll down, click on the orange button create campaign, and then we will want to click on the continue button under the sponsored products caption. Okay, so let's give our campaign a name. Here is how I will name my phrase campaign. I will use the same keyword that I've used in my broad campaign, silicon popcorn popper, then add space, a vertical line, this time I will type the word phrase instead of broad, press the space button, then insert a vertical line, press the space button again, and then I will paste my product's ASIN number. So the only difference between how I named my broad campaign and how I name my phrase campaign is the word phrase, which I insert instead of the word broad. This is the first change out of two between my broad campaign and my phrase campaign. Let's continue. 
Again, I don't want to start my campaign on a future date or end it on a specific date, so I will not touch the start date nor the end date. Then I will pick a daily budget that I feel comfortable with. Then I will choose manual targeting and dynamic bids down only. And I will keep the default name ad group 1 under the ad group name caption. I will now insert my ASIN number inside the blank line under the search option and then click the tiny add button to add my product to my campaign. We will keep the default keyword targeting option under the keyword targeting section and I will click the enter list option to insert my keyword. I will uncheck all the checkboxes but this time I will check the phrase checkbox. And this will be the second and final difference between my broad and phrase campaigns. I will now take the keyword that I have used for my broad campaign, paste it inside the box and click the add keywords button below the box to add the keyword to this phrase campaign. So now my ad can show up when an Amazon visitor will search for the words silicone, popcorn, propel, but because I have set this keyword as a phrase match, my ad can also show up when the Amazon visitor searches for words such as best silicone popcorn popper or silicone popcorn popper best. Meaning my ad can also show up when the Amazon visitor adds words before or after my keyword. I will talk more about the broad phrase and exact match types in a different lesson because there is more depth to them. Just to finish off this point, your ad might also be shown to an Amazon visitor if the Amazon visitor has searched for a search term that doesn't match exactly the keyword that you have inside your campaign. Like in cases of abbreviations, prepositions, stemmings, acronyms, singular and plural, and misspellings. Okay, let's continue. Now, like before, I will keep the bid that Amazon suggests to me and launch the campaign by clicking the launch campaign button at the bottom of the screen. So now we can see that both the broad and the phrase campaigns are running. So that's it for this lesson and I will see you in the next lesson. Goodbye. Hello and welcome to the lesson. In the previous lessons, I showed you how to set up a broad and a phrase match campaigns. And in this lesson, I want to show you what you need to do while those two campaigns are running. Firstly, you will never want to pause those two campaigns. The broad and the phrase match campaigns are like two gigantic generators that will keep uncovering new search terms for you that are related to the keyword that you have put inside them. So there is no need to stop running them at any point. Now, even though you will never want to stop those two campaigns from running, you will want to review them every 30 days and extract search terms from them that have produced sales for you. The reason that you will want to extract those search terms is that you will want to use those search terms for your exact campaigns, which I will show you how to create in a different lesson. So you will want to extract search terms from those two campaigns every 30 days and you will also want to review the broad and phrase match campaigns from time to time 
during each 30 days cycle in order to determine whether or not they are actually working properly. You see, it doesn't matter if your campaigns are running if the Amazon visitors don't see the ads that the campaigns produce. We will not want to launch our campaigns, not look at them for 30 days and then after 30 days find out that no one has even seen the ads that those campaigns generated. So let me show you how you can check inside the Amazon Campaign Manager if people actually see your ad. Okay, so inside Seller Central, I will hover my mouse over the Advertising menu and then click on the Campaign Manager option to access the Campaign Manager. Now, once you are inside the Campaign Manager, you will want to scroll down until you see your advertising campaigns. The first column that we will want to look at is the Impressions column. In the Impressions column, you will be able to see the number of times that Amazon shows your ad to Amazon visitors. So in this example, the campaign that I ran was called Red Poppers and I can see that Amazon showed the campaign ad to Amazon visitors more than 2 million times. So if you don't see a number under your impressions column, then this means that Amazon is not showing your ad to its visitors. There can be different reasons for that. But one of the main reasons is that your competitors are simply bidding more than you do for the keyword that you run your campaigns on. So if you are not getting impressions, then you will want to raise the bid amount for your keyword, wait a few hours and then check again to see if you start getting impressions. Okay, let's say that you do see a number under the impressions column, or in other words, you do see that Amazon visitors see your ad, but you also see that no one clicks on your ad. You can see the number of times that your ads were clicked under the clicks column. If no one has clicked on your ad, then you will not see a number under the clicks column and you will also not see a number under the spend column. Because Amazon doesn't charge you for impressions, Amazon charges you for clicks. Now, if you do see that you are getting impressions, meaning that the Amazon visitors see your ad, but you don't see that you are getting clicks and thus you are not spending money on your ads, then again this might mean that you need to raise your bid amount. You see, not every person who sees your ad clicks on it. So if you are not receiving any clicks, then maybe not enough people have seen your ad. And thus I suggest that you will raise your bid amount to increase your chances to raise your campaign's number of impressions or in other words to increase your chances of getting more people to see your ad. Here is how you raise your bid amount. You simply click on the campaign that doesn't get the impressions, then on the following page you scroll down, then click on your ad group, then on the left side of the page you will want to click on targeting. Then scroll down again in order to see your keyword. And once you find your keyword, you can change the bid amount by clicking the line under the bid column. After you click on the line, just insert a new bid amount and once you are happy with the bid you placed, just click the orange save button to save your new bid. That's it. Now it is important to know that when you first launch your campaigns, you will not see a number under the impressions column. So if that's the case, 
then don't raise your bid amount right away. Give your campaigns some time and just check the impressions column again a few hours later. Let's do a quick recap. Okay, so after you have launched your broad and phrase campaigns, you will want to keep them running forever. They are our search term generators because they will be less strict than our exact campaign and thus, as I said, they can constantly uncover for us search terms that are related to the one keyword that we've put inside them. Now, when you first launch your broad and phrase campaigns, you will want to give them a day or two to generate impressions and clicks. If you don't see that your campaigns are generating impressions, then this means that people don't see your ad. And thus, you should try to raise your bid amount sometimes a few times over until you start to see impressions. Now, if you do get impressions, but you don't see that you are getting clicks, then again, you will want to raise your bid amount so you will get more impressions. Getting more impressions equals more people seeing your ad. And the more people seeing your ad, the higher your chance will be to raise the number of clicks you get. So once you see that your campaigns are generating impressions, clicks, and as a result are spending money, then you know your campaigns are running properly. Once your campaigns are spending money, then the next step will be to wait for people to order your product through your advertising efforts. When people order your product, after clicking on your ads, the number of orders will be presented in the orders column and the total value of the products that were sold will be presented in the sales column. If you see that your campaigns are generating orders and sales, then all you need to do is to wait for the 30 days period to be over and then watch the lesson in this training in which I show you how to create an exact campaign. So that's it for this lesson and I will see you in the next lesson. Goodbye. Hello and welcome to the lesson. In this lesson, I will show you how to set up an exact match campaign. The process of setting an exact match campaign is going to be different from the process that I have outlined in the previous two lessons, in which I showed you how to create a broad match campaign and a phrase match campaign. The technical part of setting up the exact match campaign is going to be similar, basically naming the campaign differently and only ticking the exact checkbox. But the difference is going to be with how we are going to get the search term that we will be using in the exact match campaign. In the broad and the phrase campaigns, we have taken a keyword from a keyword tool, but in the exact campaign, we are going to use a search term that we will take directly from Amazon or more specifically from a report that Amazon will give us. Amazon will provide us with a search term report and this report will give us a lot of valuable data. For example, it will show us the exact search terms that the Amazon visitors are typing in the Amazon search engine before they find our product listing page. This report will also show us which of those search terms is making sales for us. This search term report is really what will take our advertising campaigns to the next level because without this report we will have to keep running campaigns based on keywords that we have taken from keyword research tools. Those keyword research tools are amazing but the best keyword research tool will be the Amazon 
search term report. We will want to run our broad and phrase campaigns together, yet because our exact campaign will be based on our broad and phrase match campaigns, we will want to run it 30 days after we have made sales with our broad and phrase campaigns. In order not to make this lesson too long, we will have a separate lesson in which I will show you how to check inside the Amazon Campaign Manager if you have made sales with your broad and phrase campaigns, and I will also show you what you need to do in case that you didn't make sales. Now, let me explain how you can access this report once you see that you have made sales with your broad and or phrase campaigns. So once you are logged into Seller Central at sellercentral.amazon.com, you will want to hover your mouse over the Reports menu, then click the Advertising Reports option, and then click the orange Create Report button. So before Amazon generates the report for us, we will see this new report page. And on this page, we will be able to customize our report. Saying this, we don't really need to change anything on this page, so I will just go through it very briefly. So the first section we see is the configuration section. We can see that the campaign type is sponsored products, the report type is search term, which is what we need. With regard to the time unit, I prefer the default summary option, but if you prefer to review that data in a daily breakdown format, then you can select the daily breakdown option. Now, because we want our campaign to be as comprehensive as possible, we will not change the report period and keep it the last 30 days, which is the maximum, and thus will give us the most data. Let's scroll down until we reach the reporting settings caption. Again, we don't need to change anything in this section as well. The default report name that Amazon has set for us inside the blank line next to the name caption is OK. And because I don't want Amazon to send me an email after my report is generated, I will not insert my email address in the blank line next to the recipient's caption. I want Amazon to generate my report right away, so I will not change the scheduled time from now to future or recurring. So again, we don't need to change anything on this page and just click the orange button at the upper right hand corner of the page, run report to generate the report for us. After we click the button, we will be transferred to the report page where we will see that our report is in processing status. After a few minutes, you can try to refresh your page by pressing the F5 button on your keyboard or by clicking your browser's refresh button. And you will eventually see the complete status that indicates that the campaign is ready for use. So once you see the completed status, just click the hard disk icon with the arrow under the download column and by doing so, you will download the report to your computer. Once the report is on my computer, I will just upload it to Google Sheets. Inside Google Sheets, I will just create a blank spreadsheet, click the file menu, then the import option, then the upload tab, then I will click the select a file from your device blue button at the center of the page, locate the file on my computer and click on it, click the open button, at the bottom to open it and finally click the import data green button at the bottom to import the file. Just make sure that 
the replace spreadsheet option is selected. We can name this file by clicking the untitled spreadsheet text at the top of the page. I will just type Silicon Popcorn Popper Amazon Search Term Report. I will separate the two sentences with a vertical line. Now I know that this report might look intimidating when you open it for the very first time, so in this lesson we are just going to focus on what we need to take from this report for our exact campaign. The only columns that we currently need on this page are the customer search term column and let's scroll a bit to the right and the seven day total orders column. So let's first remove all the columns on this spreadsheet besides those two columns. So I will just click the A column to highlight it, then press my keyboard's left control button and then without releasing my hold on the control button, click on all the other columns besides the customer search term column and the seven day total orders column. After all the unnecessary columns are highlighted, just click on the last column that you have highlighted and then click the deleted selected columns option to delete the highlighted columns. So if everything was done correctly, you are now left with just two columns, the customer search term column and the seven day total orders column. The next thing we will want to do is to sort the data in our report by number of orders, highest to lowest. To do that, I will just highlight all the data in my report by pressing my keyboard's control and A buttons together. Then I will click the data menu, then the sort range option, and then I will tick the tiny box next to data as header row caption. Next I will click the drop down list next to the sort by caption and click the 7 day total orders option. Finally I will click the Z to A option and then click the sort green button at the bottom of the box. Now our report is sorted by number of orders highest to lowest. I will now delete all the search terms that have not produced at least two sales for me. So I can just click on the first line in my report that has the number one next to it and then press the control button, the shift button and the down arrow on my keyboard together to highlight all the lines. There are other ways that you can highlight the lines but if you have a spreadsheet with many search terms then I feel that this is the fastest way to highlight all the lines. So once all the unnecessary lines are highlighted, just right click on them and then click the delete rows option to delete them. You will see the highlighted lines numbers next to the delete rows caption. That's it. From the detailed report that we add initially, we now have a shorter report that only contains our best search terms. These search terms are our winning search terms because each one of them has made for us at least two sales, in my case just two sales. Now I could have kept the search terms that converted to sales only one time, but I preferred to remove them as well because I want to reduce my risk. Meaning if a certain search term has generated a sale, 
it doesn't mean that this certain search term will generate a cell ever again. Yet, if that search term has generated two cells, then I will feel more comfortable running ads to it again to see if it can get even more sales. You will now want to create a separate exact campaign for each of the search terms in your report. Meaning for each search term that has produced at least two sales. I will now show you how to create an exact campaign inside the campaign manager and I will use one of the search terms in my report as an example. I will use the search term Air Silicon Popcorn Popper. So I will log into Seller Central, hover my mouse over the advertising menu at the top of the page, and then I will click on the Campaign Manager option. Next, I will click on the orange button, Create Campaign, and then on the Continue button under the Sponsored Products caption. And now I will name my exact campaign. And I will name it differently from how I named my broad and phrase campaigns. I will start by typing the search term that I've taken from the Amazon search term report. So I will type Air Silicon Popcorn Popper. Add space, a vertical line. I will type the word exact because this is an exact campaign. Press the space button, then insert another vertical line press the space button and then insert my product's ASIN number. So again, the only two differences between how I named my exact campaign to how I named my broad and phrase campaign is that I have insert the name of my search term and not the name of my keyword. And of course, I used the word exact instead of the word phrase or broad because this is my exact campaign. I will not change the start and end date and I will set a $50 daily budget. You can of course feel free to set any budget that you feel comfortable with. Then I will choose manual targeting and dynamic bids down only. And again, I will keep the default name ad group one under the ad group name caption. I will now insert my ASIN number inside the blank line under the search option Click the magnifying glass icon to locate my product in the Amazon database. And once I find it, I will click the tiny add button to add my product to my campaign. The keyword targeting option is selected by default, which is great. And under the keyword targeting section, I will just click the enter list option. I will untick the broad and phrase checkboxes and just tick the exact checkbox. I will insert my search term inside the box, click the add keywords button below the box, and by doing that my search term will be inserted to my campaign as an exact match. So now my ad will only show up when an Amazon visitor will search for the words Air Silicon Popcorn Popper. And when I say only, I mean only because the exact match campaign is the most strict campaign. If an Amazon visitor will search for cheap air silicon popcorn popper, air silicon popcorn popper cheap, or air silicon popcorn cheap popper, for example, then my ad will not show up. The Amazon visitor will have to type the exact words air silicon popcorn popper in the Amazon search engine for my ad to show up. 
It is true that because an exact match campaign is so specific, the number of people who will see our ad will be very small, yet the people who will see our ad will be more likely to click on it and more likely to buy our product. Not only because those people searched specifically for our product, but also because we have used a search term in the exact campaign that has been proven to convert to sales. Okay, let's continue. I will not change the bid amount that Amazon suggests to me and just click the launch campaign button at the bottom of the screen to launch my campaign. So now we have three campaigns running, a broad campaign, a phrase campaign, and the exact campaign that we just launched. I suggest that once a month, you will access your Amazon search term report, locate a search term that has made at least two sales for you, and insert this search term into his own campaign, an exact campaign. So that's it for this lesson, and I will see you in the next lesson. Goodbye. Hi everyone. In different lessons in this training course, I explained about specific Amazon PPC terms, such as impressions, keywords, and search terms. In this lesson, I will cover all those terms again as a refresher, but I will also talk about a few other Amazon PPC terms that you will encounter in your Amazon search terms report. The Amazon search terms report is very detailed and most of its columns will be irrelevant to 99.9% .9 of the people. So I will go over the important ones that I feel are vital to 99.9% .9 of the advertisers. I will skip the columns that are very straightforward or irrelevant for most advertisers. Saying this, if there is a certain column that you want to know more information about, then feel free to contact me and I will explain to you about it. So I will open the search terms report that I have imported into Google Sheets in the lesson in which I show how to create an exact campaign and I will now go through it. Okay, let's begin. The first important column is the campaign column. And in this column, we will have the name that we have given to our campaign. An ad campaign is basically a tool that Amazon gives us in order to place sponsored ads in the Amazon search results. And in this training, I show you how to name your campaigns, pick keywords for your campaigns, set a campaign budget, set bids, etc. Next, we have the ad group column. And in this column, we will see the name that we have given to our ad group. Each campaign can contain a few ad groups and their purpose is to segment our campaign, give it structure and make it organized. So you can create different ad groups for your different products, for example, and you can also create different ad groups for different match types. So for example, you can create three ad groups, name them broad phrase and exact, the names of the available match types, set them as such, and put the same keywords in each one of the ad groups. So the keywords that you will put inside your broad ad group will run as a broad match. The keywords that you will put in your phrase ad group will all run as phrase match and the keywords that you will insert inside your exact ad group will all run as exact match. Advertisers build their ad groups in this way if they want to test which of the match types provides better results for the same keywords. 
So for example, an advertiser might test the keyword silicon popcorn popper in all three ad groups and once the testing phase is complete, the advertiser can decide to pause all the ad groups besides the exact match ad group, which might be the only ad group that is profitable for him or her. Next, we have the targeting column. And in this column, we will find the keyword that we are targeting in our campaign. So in this example, the keyword that I am running my campaign on is silicon popcorn popper. The next important column is the customer search term column. And in this column, we will see the actual words that the Amazon visitors have inserted in the Amazon search engine. Those words are the words that have made our ad appeal for the Amazon visitor. So just to make it clear, the targeting column shows us the keyword that we have inserted in the campaign manager and the customer search term column shows us the words that Amazon visitors have inserted in the Amazon search engine to search for the product they want. So for example, I've inserted the keyword silicon popcorn popper in the campaign manager as a phrase match and thus my ad has shown up to the Amazon visitor who has searched for the words microwave silicon popcorn popper because setting a keyword as a phrase match will make our ad appeal when an Amazon visitor searches for the exact words in our keyword or if the Amazon visitor searches for our exact keyword before or after a word or a sequence of words. So this is why when I target the keyword silicon popcorn popper, my ad shows up to a customer who has searched for the words microwave silicon popcorn popper. My ad shows up because microwave is a word that came before my phrase match keyword silicon popcorn popper that I am bidding on. The next column is the impressions column. And this column shows us the number of times that our ad was shown to Amazon visitors. It doesn't matter where your ad is shown on the Amazon marketplace or even if your ad was clicked. If your ad appears to an Amazon visitor, Amazon will count it as an impression. The higher your bid amount will be, the higher Amazon will place your ad in the Amazon search results. And thus, the more impressions you will receive. Next, we have the clicks column, which shows us the number of times that the Amazon visitors have clicked on our ad. Each time an Amazon visitor clicks on your ad, Amazon will raise the number in the clicks column by one. Clicks is one of the most important columns for us in our search terms report. Not just due to the fact that Amazon charges us for clicks rather than for impressions, but also because clicks in conjunction with sales is an indicator for us whether or not our product listing is converting visitors to buyers. Meaning, if we see that we have got hundreds of clicks on our ad, for example, but no one has bought our product, then this means that we need to work on our product listing because people land on our product listing, but for some reason, the product listing isn't convincing enough to make them buy the product that it promotes, our product. Then we have the click-through rate, CTR column. CTR stands for click-through rate. Click-through rate is a metric that measures the number of clicks that our ad has received, then divides this number by the number of impressions that we got and then takes the result and multiplies it by 100. 
So as an example, if 20 people have clicked on our ad out of 100 people who saw it, then we have a 20% click-through rate. The click-through rate CTR column is also a very important column in our search term report because if we see that our click-through rate is low, then this tells us that we need to check if we are targeting the right keyword in our advertising campaign. For example, if we are selling a silicon popcorn popper and the keyword that we are targeting is popcorn machine, then we might get a lot of impressions because we are targeting a highly searched keyword, popcorn machine, but the fact is that many people who are searching for a popcorn machine don't want our product. The reason that we can assume that is because the click-through rate metric shows us that the Amazon visitors see our ad but don't click on it. They might want an electric popcorn machine, for example, and thus will not click on our ad that promotes a silicon popcorn popper. The second factor that will affect our click-through rate percentage is our ad position. If our bid amount is not high enough, then the Amazon algorithm will not rank our ad at the top of the search results where most people click on ads. The next column is called cost per click, CPC. And in this column, we will see how much Amazon charges us each time that an Amazon visitor has clicked on our ad. Now, it is important to know that your cost per click may be different from your bid amount. The bid amount you set is the highest amount that you are willing to pay for every click. Yet, because the Amazon advertising system is running as an auction, the price you will pay for every click will just be a cent more than what the next highest bidder who is bidding on the same keyword is willing to pay for that keyword. For example, if you are willing to bid $5 for the keyword silicon popcorn popper and the next highest bidder is willing to bid $2 for the same keyword, then you will only pay $2 and 1 cent even though your bid amount was $5. Furthermore, the more Amazon visitors clicking on your ad, landing on your product page and buying your product, the less Amazon will charge you for those clicks because of your good ad conversion rate. Then we have the spend column and in this column we will see how much Amazon has charged us for the total number of times that our ad was clicked for each search term. Then we have the 7 day total sales column. This column will show us the total product sales that were generated from the clicks on our ads. Now the reason that this column is called 7 day total sales and not just total sales is because Amazon tracks buyer's activity. Meaning, when an Amazon visitor clicks on your ad, Amazon registers that click. And from this point, the buyer has 7 days to purchase your product in order for the sale to be attributed to that click. If there wasn't that 7 day window period, then we might have assumed that a certain keyword is not profitable for us, when in reality it is. For many reasons, many people don't buy products right after they see them for the first time. And thus it is very possible that an Amazon visitor has clicked on our ad, didn't buy our product, but then came back to our listing to buy our product within 7 days from the time he or she has clicked on our ad. When this scenario happens, we want to know about it. So we will not pause keywords that we think are not profitable, but are actually profitable for us. The next column is the total advertising cost of sales, ACOS column. And the percentage that will be displayed in this column 
will let us understand how much money we need to spend on advertising in order to sell our product. The exact formula is spend divided by sales multiplied by 100. So for example, if we spend $100 on advertising in order to sell $1,000 worth of popcorn poppers, then our ACOS will be 10%. The next column that I want to cover is the 7-day total orders column. And in this column, we will see how many orders an Amazon visitor has placed on our product page after clicking on our ad. Again, there will be the 7-day tracking that I talked about when I explained about the 7-day total sales column. Now, the last column that I want to cover in this lesson is the 7-day total units column, which will show us the number of units that were ordered by the Amazon visitor on our product page after clicking on our ad. And again, we have the 7-day tracking that I covered. Just notice that the number of orders that you will see in the orders column might be different from the number of units that you will see in the units column because each order doesn't have to include just one item. Okay, so those have been all the columns that will be the most important for you to look at. And again, if you are interested to learn about other columns that are specifically important to you, but I didn't mention, or you want me to cover a column that I did cover in more depth, then again, please contact me and I will do my best to help. So that's it for this lesson and I will see you in the next lesson. Goodbye. All right, it is me again. I just wanted to show my face and say goodbye. I really hope that you found my course useful, enjoyable, and that it helped you learn how to use the Amazon PPC platform. If you did find the video valuable, then consider giving the video a like and subscribing to my channel. I am always here for you for any question or comment that you may have. So I will say goodbye. And if you like my teaching style, then I have some other marketing courses on my website, askinstructor.com. I have courses on email marketing and on TikTok marketing. So check them out. And that's it. Goodbye.